0: Welcome back to House on Carrion Hill, House of Bob's cosmic horror adventure played in Pathfinder 2nd Edition in the Galarian campaign setting.
1: Hi, I'm Dan. I'm playing Willen Dappin,
0: the Gnome Wizard.
2: Hi, I'm Jeanette. I'm playing Bimkin, the long snout rat oracle.
3: Hey, I'm Schubert. I am playing NibNub, the
4: Razortooth Goblin Fighter. I'm Trevor, and I'll be playing Theobald, the Orc Investigator. And I'm Sean, your game master.
0: If you like what we do and you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com slash thehouseofbob. Last time on House on Carrion Hill. With the mayor informed of the Keeper's defeat and the spawn of yogg path plotted, the heroes have taken advantage in the belfry of the Ossuary Cathedral of Farazma. But as they sharpen their blades and prepare their spells, a strange figure approaches with dire news. And we open on a dark basement with tight-packed minstone bricks, low rafters, and cobwebs cluttering everything. From the stairs at the far end of the room, a lone path wobbles through the dust and the webs to end at a long black box. Its lid sits just slightly ajar. With a creak, the door at the top of the stairs opens, and candlelight floods in as a stooped halfling man slowly descends the stairs, a broom in hand. Berkeley, grim-faced and pale, despite the warm glow of the candle's flame, sets to work with the broom, pushing around dust and winding up cobwebs. He clears a large area in the center of the room. He looks around, calculating, and once certain of his progress, nods to himself. Over the next few hours, we see Berkeley ascend the stairs and come back down dozens of times. He brings books and jars and little boxes of materials. He etches lines into the floor with a butter knife, traces over that with chalk, places candles and baubles out. With a brush, he flicks viscous fluids amongst the periphery of the circle, carefully wiping them up with the rag if they don't fall just right. When the magic circle is complete, he goes upstairs again, and when he returns, he is dragging the comatose form of Keeper Arland Hive. He drags Hive by the shoulders, and like a rag doll, the human's boots clack against each step as he slips closer to the basement steps. With a spell, Berkeley lifts Hive into the air and suspends him in the center of the magic circle. With another few words, the circle begins to glow and a raspy voice calls out from the black coffin in the corner. Is it done? Berkeley examines his work, licking dry lips and massaging sore shoulders. Yes, he he should be quite hidden from the beast. We've bought them time to deal with the others. The spawn, though, now, now has fewer targets to home in on. Good. We will wait to drain him, then. I can wait a little while. And they do wait. Two whole days pass with Berkeley keeping watch over Hive, keeping him in a stupor with regular spoonfuls of some thin, clear liquid. Suddenly there's a faint whisper from the box Berkeley, it is time! And the box lid shifts slightly, and a mist begins to roll out from the small opening. The cloud tumbles lazily to the ground and then creeps across the room to the center of the circle, forming a pool of haze next to the slumbering body of Hive. Critchfield slowly takes shape, struggling to reform into his corporeal self. He's withered and drawn, his dark skin pulled tight over his bones. Critchfield dives on the hive, his mouth locking onto the cultist's neck, who awakens from his coma with a silent start. The two struggle for a moment as Critchfield uses his supernatural strength to force Hive still. For a moment, everything is still and quiet except for the vampire slurping. And then with a thrumming vibration... A sickening purple light begins to pour out of Hive, resonating through the room. The light begins to cling to Critchfield like ants pouring out of their hill, clambering over the vampire and driving towards his mouth, open wide with shock and surprise. And still on the steps leading out to the basement, Berkeley looks on in abject terror. And we cut to black. So the four of you stand on the stoop of the Ossuary Church the old halfling Berkeley standing in front of you telling you this terrible occurrence the mistake that he and Critchfield have made what do you say what are you thinking Nibnub
3: is completely pissed off at this guy for just not letting him kill him in the first place if they had just let Nibnub bite him then uh, we wouldn't be in this situation so Nibnub is uh, he doesn't know how to express all this so he's just sulking
0: <laughs>
1: We gave you guys one job to do. <laughs> oh
0: my god! I, I understand. I understand. We we couldn't have anticipated this. This magic to behave so differently than we expected. Oh yeah,
3: magic is always super normal and predictable. Freaking
1: idiots! It's surprisingly astute. <laughs> yeah. <Good. laughs>
4: Good job, nibnub. <laughs> I'm always warning
3: you guys against reading and magic and look where we are.
1: Well, that that's on par.
4: Yeah, that All that right. tracks that's <laughs> That sounds more like Nibnub, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Theobald Bimkin, you guys think anything? Theobald is shaking his head. He fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Should've listened to Nibnub.
1: <laughs> so
4: true. Now we have a vampire to fight too.
1: <laughs> Damn it. This vampire, he seemed pretty weak, right?
4: Like Critchfield? Yeah, he seemed very
0: desiccated and old. He just looked like a paper-thin skin on an old man's body when you saw
4: him. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to look like, though.
1: I don't think he's an issue. Once you feed them, they, like, thrive back.
2: Maybe. I think he is. We have to kill him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we have to kill him, but I'm not, like, too concerned about killing him, per se. Like, I think he'll be... Easy, he's just the new target for the beast. Yeah, I think our little halfling friend who got us into this mess... Berkeley? Berkeley.
4: Berkeley, please tell me you have a contingency plan for your friend who you've let slowly eat you for however long? Like Batman and Superman? You have to have something hidden up your sleeve, just in case. I have a steak. Uh,
0: and, I mean, we're here at the Ossuary Church, so, I mean... We could get a holy symbol or something. That, that might keep him at, at bay. He cannot approach too close.
1: So your plan is a wooden stick.
0: Well, <laughs> if, Got it. We can, if we can... If he attacks, we can knock him unconscious and the stake will pin him down. But, I mean, you need sunlight to kill a vampire.
3: Oh, yeah, obviously. I knew that.
0: What, what time is it? Right now, it is probably like four in the morning.
4: Four in the morning, is it overcast? Do we got uh, clear skies? It's pouring, it's pouring rain, thunderstorm rain now. Yeah, sounds good. Of
2: course. Well, maybe we wait until he goes to... I assume we sleep in coffin, I don't know. But then we take coffin, we bring into sun, lift lid, done. Yeah, totally. That
4: seems really smart.
2: But what if
1: the rain doesn't let up?
4: Right. We just don't take the lid off. We sit on top of the lid.
1: How about we, we put a bunch of chains on the coffin... And then we throw it in the river.
0: And as you're planning this, (laughs) I would like all of you to make a perception check. An initiative perception check. Oh, no. So, Bimkin, as the group is debating and talking about where and how and why and when and how you're going to do this, you and Berkeley are the only two that notice another figure approaching from across the square, taller and hunched, this creature with glowing red eyes begins to walk towards you through the rain. Thunder cracks, and you hear a a stronger voice than you're used to call out, Berkeley! Berkeley! Uh Uh-oh. I need your help. And you look over, and you see the dark figure of Critchfield approaching from the square.
2: Oh, he looks so young.
4: He does look younger. He looks healthier. I had a feeling that was going to happen. Oh, you look nice. He looks hungrier.
0: Uh He looks healthier. He looks at you with his glowing red eyes, and you see that growing from the side of his face are three six-inch-long tentacles writhing next to his neck. Oh, no. Oh, that's not good. As he approaches the stoop of the cathedral... He begins to hunch down, bears his claws on his hands, and growls, I'm still thirsty, Berkeley. And it is Bimkin's turn.
2: Oh, no. Mm. Okay. Um,
1: (laughs) Can you cast sleep on him?
2: I don't have (laughs) sleep, but that wouldn't be a bad (laughs) idea. I can command him to stay so we could try talking to him.
0: Do you want to do a recall knowledge or a seek?
2: Yeah, maybe recall knowledge.
0: Okay, it would be a religion check. 22. Okay. So you are familiar with the the typical vampire folk tale. They are going to be, feel like most undead, immune to being put to sleep or poisoned. You know that. A vampire will continue to heal, especially if it's able to drink blood from any wounds that it suffers, unless it is pinned down with a stake. And you know that it's going to have... Pretty speedy reflexes.
2: Okay. I'm going to just lean over and touch Willen on the shoulder. Ooh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to have to fight him now, he says. Yeah. And he'll cast Forbidding Ward on Willen. So you get a plus one to your AC and your saving throws against oh, nice. the enemy's attack spells and other effects. And that lasts as long
0: as Bimkin sustains it. So if Bimkin keeps spending one action on it on future turns, it will continue to last. So, forbidding ward on Willen, this glowing ghostly light begins to encircle Willen and form a shield between him and Critchfield. It is now Berkeley's turn. Berkeley is going to pull a short bow he'd been concealing beneath his jacket, and he will fire an arrow at Critchfield. Oh, okay.
3: I, w- I still wasn't sure whose side he
0: was on, so... Should
1: we just let these two fight? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Critchfield's going to take a little bit of damage from that short bow, And then is going to move off to the side and say, He's very strong. Deal with him while you can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Berkeley, this is
0: your uh, He's going to make a second <laughs> shot from a little further away. Oh, I thought he was literally
1: running away. No, no.
0: <laughs> he's just strafing out to the side through the little graveyard in front of the cathedral at the base of the steps. Next up, we have it, Nibnub. I guess I'm going to go grab this Krishfield guy.
3: Okay. So Nibnub is going to charge directly at him. Nice. Nibnub is running towards him and he's just gonna go for uh, a full tackle so i guess this is a grapple check i might re-roll that i
0: rolled a four. Oh yeah you guys should have two hero points
3: yeah i'm gonna re-roll it
0: that's a nat 20 all Ooh. right so boom critchfield is grabbed he is restrained until the end of your next turn, unless you move or your target escapes, so it's actually worse than grabbed. I got him, you guys! Do the
1: stake thing now.
0: And it is Willen's turn.
1: I'm wondering, maybe I can duck back in to the church, mm-hmm. find out where they keep their stakes.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Probably in the fridge.
4: <laughs> Usually. And keep then... them cool. Cold cut. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Alright, before I do that though I will Tap Theo on the shoulder Oh, a lot of shoulder tapping going on Yeah, yeah. I don't even need to tap him on the shoulder But it just it felt like the right thing to do <laughs> Okay And then uh, I cast haste on, on Theo Ooh. Ooh. Oh haste. What does haste do for me? You're going to get an extra action oh. That you can use towards A strike or a stride Beautiful that lasts for one minute, so you're good to
0: go. Nice.
1: So that was two actions for me, so I'll use the rest of my actions to run inside the church and see if I can find a stake.
0: All right, so Will and you run back into the church and against the north wall from you, you see a wooden broom leaning against the wall. Okay, I'll start
1: making my way there, but I won't make it this turn.
0: Okay, Critchfield's turn. Critchfield grappled and restrained by Nibnub here restrain says i'm tied up and can barely move the creature has me pinned i have flat-footed and immobilized can't use any actions with the attacker manipulate trait except to attempt to escape or force open the bonds so i need to escape he's going to try an acrobatics out and dc is your athletics dc i think so not on my watch what's your bonus to athletics it's plus 14 oh so i need a 24 okay 16 fails. It's going to be very hard to get out. It is going to be hard. Especially because every attempt, I think, gets harder. Oh, okay. That's a natural 20. Oh, no. So Critchfield manages to slip out of your grasp. No longer restrained. No longer grabbed. He slips out and wriggles around and attempts to slash you with a claw. A natural one. <laughs> <laughs> But he's out. He's
4: free. Theobald, it is your turn. My turn to use that haste to move to close the distance between me and Critchfield. So you're not flanking Critchfield, but you are adjacent to Critchfield and Nibnub. Nice. I'm going to use a devise a stratagem. Contemplate how I will stab him with my sword. I also have a feat called Known Weakness that whenever I use Devise a Stratagem, I can also attempt to check Recall Knowledge as part of that action. Okay, so religion check. And I rolled a 10. Yeah, so you don't know anything more than what Bimkin and Berkeley told you. Cool. Um, But my Devise a Stratagem to strike with Eldrine's heart would yield... A 31.
1: That's pretty good.
4: Yeah. And I think that that's good enough. So, okay. While I was not able to ascertain any more religious information while I got close enough, I will still strike at him. Does a 31 hit? It does. Deals 20 damage.
1: Ooh.
0: Wow. Nice. Okay. Next up, we've got Bimkin.
2: All right, Bimkin's gonna stop sustaining Forbidding Ward on Willen because he ran away. And <laughs> That's fair. Move closer towards Critchfield. It's one action, and then I will cast Spiritual Okay. I still get an attack with it.
0: You do. Do it.
2: Yeah. Natural oh. 20.
0: Oh, nice. 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 So, natural 20 with the floating Spiritual Rat Dagger. Drives itself down at Critchfield.
2: Nine damage.
0: Nine points of damage. That will all go through. Woo! Nice. You see the deformed, mutated vampire flinch in pain. And it is Berkeley's turn. Berkeley's going to come around a little bit and attempt to shoot another arrow. Okay, that's a well. natural one on his first attack. And a 10 on the second attack, so he misses with both arrows.
2: Oh, it's hard to shoot your best friend.
0: It's tough to shoot your best friend. But maybe this will shake stuff up because once Berkeley's turn ends, you all hear a rumble. The earth beneath you begins to vibrate and shake and tiles on the side of the cathedral begin to crack off and begin to fall and collapse to the ground. And a huge hole begins to form on the steps where you were just standing talking to Berkeley as a huge invisible form bursts from the ground and begins tearing parts of the cathedral apart as it pulls itself up. You see just a cloud of dust and a strange bubble of air amongst the debris. Is the rain Dripping off of it, you see a little bit of rain splashing, but you got the sense that it's like whipping around so wildly, and it's so large and has probably more than a few appendages. You're having a hard time getting a bead on it, but you can tell that it's in that space in front of the cathedral door.
2: Oh no, Willen's on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
1: always in like a terrible spot.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and Willen is still inside the church. <laughs> Nibnub, it is your turn. Yeah, so Nibnub
3: feels this thing shaking the earth and looks around and is like, Finally, you're here. Oh man, I've been waiting to bite you for a long time. Then he kind of looks back at this guy in front of him who's, you know, he could bite him too. It's a tough choice. Well, he just squirmed out of your arms. That doesn't frustrate you? Oh, it definitely frustrates me. I don't know if Nimnub is smart enough to realize that this thing is probably coming for this guy.
4: Um, how about you roll a dice? Even even as uh, for even Steven, the vampire, odd is for the weird, odd, invisible thing that just excited you. Sure. Let's do it. I like that. All right. I rolled a one.
3: So that's odd. That's the spawn of yogg thought, right? And it's, and it's taking up this entire space? Or? Yeah, it just got bigger. The red
0: zone that I put down is it's like a uh, rough area. Mm-hmm. And currently, all of that is difficult terrain due to the debris that it's creating as it pulls itself up from the underground and starts to destroy the front of the cathedral as it basically moves around. It's such a big creature that it's just blasting stuff apart. Wow. Do I get
3: an idea of exactly how big it is? You would estimate it's huge. Huge. I'm just wondering because I do have a feet that allows me to grapple things that are two sizes mm. yeah two sizes larger than me but I'm small so that's right. medium large that's beyond my grappling capabilities Oh just you wait damn it I got something in store for you Oh really Oh yeah. oh now I'm excited All right uh Nibnub is going to charge directly at this thing that he can't see and try to bite it <laughs> Does Kirchfield uh, get any kind of reaction for me leaving? He does not. Excellent. Do I need to move another
0: five feet to be within its... Right now, it's somewhere in those red squares, so you're about 10, 15 feet roughly, but because it's invisible, you're not quite sure. You could do a seek and get more information, but that's its rough area, all I'm able to tell you right now.
3: A seek would maybe help me
0: pinpoint it, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then and I'll that, do that. That would be a perception. Okay. 27. Okay, so yeah, if you go forward 15 feet, you will probably be right in base with it.
3: Perfect. I think that'll be all my moves. That is correct. Okay, I'm right up in it's. I don't know if it has a face, but I'm right up in there, and Nibnub is just screaming now, and
0: it's just like,
3: <laughs> you're going to hurt my mommy, so I have to hurt you.
0: He's <laughs> <It's> going crazy. <laughs> totally. All right, Willin. You've heard this huge crash. The front door has blasted in onto the ground and there's a broom leaning against the wall
1: beside you. What do you do? Mm-hmm. I guess I'll grab the broom first off. Okay. One action. Done. One action. Okay. Am I able to grab it and come back with one move action? Sure. Okay. Can I see Nibnub
0: from here? Yeah, you can see Nibnub through this torrent of rain and hail of debris and something splashing around in between the two of you.
1: All right, Nibnub, this may feel kind of funny. And I cast Enlarge on you. Oh, nice. I'm excited. So you are now size large. (laughs) Oh, sweet. (laughs) Holy shit, a large Nibnub? That's scary. Unfortunately, you're a clumsy one, but I think you'll you'll be able to deal with that. (laughs) Holy
3: shit, I cannot imagine a large Nibnub. That's terrifying. (laughs)
1: You went from
0: being like, four foot two or three foot six or something like yeah. that to being like nine foot two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you're like tripled in size yeah. basically. and yeah. my muscles all triple
0: in size too. I'm just like this hulking massive muscle. Your clumsy one which is a penalty to your deck stuff. Okay. You have a reach of five feet. Same reach. Oh no, it increases by five feet so you can attack from ten feet away. Oh, okay. Sweet. And you have a plus two status bonus to melee damage.
1: Which is right up your alley. Yeah. All right. All right, that's all I got.
0: And what's really,
3: really going to be awesome is I'm going to be able to grapple
0: this thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I'm like, sweet, let's do this. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, Critchfield's going to go, and he is going to attempt to claw Theobald. All right. all right. So, clock strikes out. That is 25 to hit Theo. 23 is my AC. It hits. All right, so you're going to take, oh, max damage 14 points of slashing damage. Ugh. And then he is going to use an action to grab you. And then he's gonna lean in. and You hear him muttering, so thirsty. Gross. And these tentacles start to wrap around your neck as his fangs drive into you. You are grabbed and you are drained one. No.
2: Oh no, no save for that? Oh,
0: I have to make an athletics check actually, hold on. I got an 18 and I think your four DC is 20. So my bad, you are not drained. Woo, Phew. So he's currently trying to bite on you and you're pulling him off and attempting to to keep him away from your neck. Yeah. And just hisses. What, how much damage did I take? You took 14 points of damage and it is now your turn.
4: I didn't like being bit at, so I'm going to do like a head shake and like a finger wave and use a skill feat called fancy moves where I show off my fighting style and I'm just like, uh-uh-uh. You don't get to do that to me.
1: No, it's a dance fight.
4: <laughs> really doesn't
3: feel like the appropriate time to do
4: that. <laughs> I don't know. It feels right well, to color me. Color me impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Willen's looking through the debris and just watches the start like dancing around, be like, <laughs> <laughs> "All right, performance." She's not even scared.
1: I'm glad I hasted him. Yeah, my <laughs>
4: plus zero. I rolled a two. Performance <laughs> <right. Warm> <laughs>
0: Unfortunately,
4: your fancy
0: moves have no effect on this enraged vampire. Nobody is demoralized.
1: <laughs> hero point. Hero yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> hero point I want to see the best like (laughs) running man dance we've ever seen should be a blur. I'm curious how he uses running man in his fighting style, but
4: I'm going to do a hero point for my performance. Oh no. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, vampires are not immune to being demoralized. I mean, that's true. (laughs) Or are they? Yeah. 18 for a performance check. (laughs)
0: It's still a veil. <laughs> <laughs> I probably couldn't I have it beaten it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. It was a much better dance though.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. We're all <laughs> impressed, and that's the most important thing. That's that is it. We're gonna remember that dance. You've lured the vampire into a tango, but he's <laughs> he's
0: not intimidated
3: by it. He's <laughs> yeah. like a rose in your mouth.
4: Yeah. He's still attempting to be a view hickey. But you have inspired the rest of your comrades, so excellent
1: yeah i plus one to all your checks
4: <laughs> can i use like for my recall knowledge occultism to gain any information when i use my of stratagem to gain recall can i use occultism as it my core skill instead of religion no because vampires are under the religion sphere of knowledge all right let me just quickly check my of stratagem and stabbing him with Eldrin's heart once more hmm 15 probably won't do what I want it to do. You do have that other hero point. I might save that for the big invisible monster. All right. I think in order for me to like toss my acid flask onto the vampire, it would be an action to pull it out and then another yep. action to toss it. Yeah, but you could do that this turn because you got just yes. two actions left. I'm going to do that. Okay. Draw and strike. Blammo, 30 to hit with an acid flask. Cool. Okay, so that will hit. Do your damage. Damage. (laughs) Three (laughs) acid damage. Oh so
0: so actually what's happening is uh acid plaster a little bit different. He's taking two D six persistent damage. Oh.
2: Oh, that's good.
0: Nice. And then he takes one point of damage right now. And then both Theobald and the Rat Dagger get splashed for two points of acid damage.
2: What what happens to the red dagger? I don't
0: know. Probably doesn't even have your points.
2: Oh, okay.
4: So I take two. Yeah, worth it.
2: Always. For
4: that three, definitely worth it, because he'll, he'll burn to the end of time for
0: now. <laughs> it is Bimkin's turn.
2: Bimkin's going to turn around and then do the finger guns at the invisible creature and cast Fairy Fire on it. Okay. There's no save. I think he's just outlined in a colorful, heedless fire
0: okay cool so all creatures in the area when you cast a spell are limbed in colorful heatless fire of a color of your choice for the duration visible creatures can't be concealed and invisible creatures become concealed rather than undetected so you can see where it is it's still a mischance to strike it but you know where it is so you don't have to make uh spot checks anymore any other actions mimkin
2: yes and then i will strike with the red dagger okay 27 to hit. That is a hit. 11 points of damage.
0: All righty. 11 points. Critchfield is looking pretty worn down. Does not look like he's uh, having a good time over there. And it is Berkeley's turn. Seeing his friend, his longtime friend and vampire master coated in acid, Berkeley is going to turn his attention to the tentacled invisible, writhing, fairy-fired spawn of yogg Draw his bow, and we'll shoot. That's a 23 to hit, and a 6 on the concealment. It misses. Oh, no. And a 14 misses the AC. And a natural one, so he's just, like, blasting arrows at this thing, like, Ah! Oh my God, it's the spawn of He screams. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit.
3: (laughs) This is it.
0: (laughs) And then the spawn is going to take its turn. This roiling and writhing tentacled beast that you just barely can make out with the fairy fire, the shape of its body. You can still not see what actually makes up its parts, but it's like somebody poured glow in the dark paint on uh, an invisible creature. It is going to lash out at Nibnub with a shove. Don't shove me around. This is going to be a athletic skill check against your fortitude, DC Nibnub. Okay. 33. Oh, so I guess he just crit. Okay, so he crits. So you are pushed 10 feet away. Oh, dang. Back and to the right. And the creature has to move with you. In that case, and then it will, uh, it's going to lash at you with a tentacle for its second action. Right. That is a 20.
3: That doesn't hit my AC. Tentacle whacks against uh, a dinner plate. Can't get through.
0: And final action, it will step away from the area of the fairy fire. I think it's still affected by it, but it's Mm kind of getting away from that
1: bright light. Oh, it's an area. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's... I
0: I think it sticks on the creature, but that area that it, like... Something's driving it to move away from that. Hmm. And that makes it Nibnub's turn. Nibnub... Well, he doesn't see this creature, but he
3: feels it shoving him around and trying to hit him with stuff. And he can just sense that this thing... Like is the same as the thing that he senses is going to kill his mommy. So he just, he needs to put an end to it. I think he's going to try grabbing onto it. 23. Hero point.
0: 23 against its reflex DC.
3: That is a fail. Nice. Wait, no. Fail for me or him? You failed. Oh, fuck.
2: <laughs> Yay, I failed. Yay. <laughs>
3: Okay, I'm going to try something. It's probably not going to work. I'm going to try to bite him, like make a fearful strike. What's it called? An intimidating strike. Okay. A 31 to hit. That does hit. Nice.
0: Okay, frightened one.
3: I actually, I have like the fear gems equipped. So that fear one goes up to frightened two. Oh, okay. 13
0: melee damage. Okay. You notice that not all of that goes through seems to have some sort of resistance. Okay. And that's going to be my turn. Okay. Willen. So, Willen, you're at the just inside the church door. You can see there's about 20 feet of difficult terrain in front of you before you can see this glowing outline of this creature next to Nimnub. Yeah. What are you going to do? All
1: right. So, I have this broom in my hand. <laughs> it's, it's important. So, I'm going to start moving out. So... I'll move my full distance, so that's 15, I guess that's 25 for one move action. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to hurl the broom in the air towards Theo. Okay. How far do you think I can throw it?
0: Do you have the telekinetic projectile spell? No. Do you have mage hand?
1: I do. So I was hoping I could throw it and then cast mage hand to catch it and then move the mage hand the rest of the way. Because I can cast Mage Hand at 30 feet, and the Mage Hand itself can move 20 feet.
0: Right. Either way, we'll get the broom. The broom will be over there.
1: We'll say you did something like that. Okay, so I hurl the broom into the air, cast Mage Hand, catch <laughs> <catches> it. it. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I just hand it to Theo. I'm like, "Stop, her, right there.
0: <laughs> okay, so there's a broom floating in the air next to Theo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it is Critchfield's turn. Field's again going to attempt to drink from Theo. He's got to re grapple you. That's a 20 against your fortitude DC. Plus 11. Plus another 10. So that's 21. So I fail. So you're not grabbed. He's going to try and grab you again with the claw attack. Miss. And I think that's his turn. You see some of his wounds beginning to patch back together. Oh no and then he's going to take the acid damage at the end of his turn here. Seven points of acid.
2: Oh, nice.
0: But you see that he manages to wipe the remains of the corrosive fluid off, and he's no longer taking persistent damage as he succeeded on his save. Theobald,
4: still quickened, your turn. I'm going to launch an insightful quip at a foe, distracting them, which is just going to be Critchfield. Just be like... You're old and dumb. (laughs) Nice.
1: It's true. So cold.
4: (laughs) Okay, diplomacy check. Diplomacy. 18.
1: (laughs) Doesn't seem like a diplomatic check.
4: Your bon mot falls short of Critchfield's winning intellect. All right, so that was my bon mot. That's one action. I'm going to grab the broom. That's the second action. Okay. So my devised stratagem with the broom. Can 19 hit a dying old man
2: that's undead? Vampire. Vampire. <laughs> vampire. yeah. <laughs> a dumb dying old man. <laughs> a dumb dying old
1: vampire.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> You've got one action left,
0: so you could hero point that, or you could just try to do something totally different with your last
4: action. I'm not going to hero point that. I still have that big big thing to help kill... But then again maybe a helping kill this old man is going to really help yeah I'm gonna hero point 28 is yes. nice. far better nice much better will, will that hit that'll hit yes damage so it's six points of damage but is he also now pinned because of the wooden stake he's
0: not at zero yet as you drive the uh, broken handle of the broom into him he like gasps. Manages to wrench himself free of it. You can see that he is absolutely near going down. You're so, so close. It is now Bimkin's turn.
2: All right. So spiritual weapon again on Critchfield. 29. That is a hit. Oh, yeah. Eight damage. Uh,
0: Yes, he collapses to the ground. The rat dagger having shanked him from behind.
2: Yeah. Good job,
0: Brat yeah. Dagger. Nice.
2: And then I will cast Ray of Enfeeblement on the spawn creature. Okay. I think it is a fortitude save for you. You make a ranged spell attack against the target. Okay. So. Ooh. Ooh. 32 again. Oh, Ooh, a
0: nice. natural 20. Nice. Oh, okay. I need you now to roll Concealment. You need a five oh. or better.
2: Nineteen. Yeah. Okay,
0: your ray hits, and because you critically succeeded on the attack roll, no matter what my save is, it's one step worse. Ooh, Sweet. nice. So that was a twenty-eight, which I think would just be a normal success. Yeah. So that becomes a failure. What happens on a failure?
2: You are enfeebled too.
0: Enfeebled too. You can barely make out that this creature's tentacles seem to shrivel as it uh, becomes mm. weaker. Strength being sapped from it.
2: I think that means you get a minus two to. Uh,
0: minus two to anything to do with strength. Saka. Strength based rolls and DC, strength based melee attacks, damage rolls, and athletics checks are all at a minus two. Nice. You're sufficiently debuffing this creature. Are you done? Yes. All right. Berkeley is going to run over towards Critchfield, drawing a stake himself as he does. And he will drive the stake into Critchfield's unconscious body with his last action. He looks up to Theobald. I've got him. Now deal with that thing.
3: Don't let him get to Critchfield. Question is, is can we trust
1: Berkeley? <laughs> <laughs> he starts boiling like a, a healing potion in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Critchfield. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're there, there. <laughs>
0: and it is the spawn of yogg Soth's turn. It is frightened too, enfeebled too. It is going to attempt to barrel past Bimkin here. So, uh, Nibnub you will get an attack of opportunity as it leaves your space. Thank you. I got thirty-five to hit. Thirty-five is a crit. Yes. And I believe because you have attack of opportunity, you actually interrupt his movement so he cannot get away from you. That's awesome. Awesome.
3: 30 damage.
0: 30 points of damage.
3: And they take 1d6 bleed damage. Okay. That's
1: awesome.
0: Nice. It uh, roars unnaturally in pain and turns attention back to you and will strike. nib with the tentacle. A 19. Dings off the plate again. Second attack with the tentacle, a 30. That'll hit. All right. So you are going to take nine points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And it snatches you up. Oh, no. The tentacle begins to wrap around your body and you become grabbed. No. So it grabs you. The tentacle wraps around you. You can feel these little gnawing mouths on the tentacle wrapped around you. Attempting to burst into your flesh. Ooh. And it is Nibnub's
3: turn. Can I try to grab it while it's grabbing me? Uh, Do some wrestling? Yeah, I think so, yep. Yeah. Are you allowed to delay in this? Yep,
0: yeah, you can delay.
1: Nibnub, can you wait like just one second?
0: Uh, oh. I'll
1: help you out, buddy. Okay, one second. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> All right, one second passes. Will and you are up.
1: All right, I move close to you, and then I cast Haste on you as well. Oh, nice.
0: All right, Boom. Nib- Nibnub is also quickened.
1: All right, now you're good to go.
0: Now it's Nibnub's turn. All right,
3: so this thing has grabbed me, and if I grab it, we're grabbing each other, or does that yeah, end its, a its grab? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, end its, it doesn't end
0: its grab. If you're grabbing it, you're just both taking the grab debuff. Perfect, and it's still frightened. Frightened 1 and Enfeebled 2. I think then
3: my first action is going to be a Shattering Strike. Or sorry, Shattered defenses. That's my new class feed that I got at level 6. So it only costs one uh, action. But if a creature is frightened and I hit, it'll also become flat-footed. Okay. 28 to hit. That hits. Then it becomes flat-footed. 15 damage.
0: Okay, and you see, again, that's just not taking all of that, but it is taking most of it. So that was one action. Now I'll try to grab it. That's
3: a nat 20. Okay, it is restrained. So it's grabbed and restrained, right? Yep. Okay, I'm just going to keep striking. 24. That hits.
0: 14 damage.
1: Does he still have to roll the concealment thing,
0: even though he's grabbed? Oh, yes. Whoops, I should have been doing that the entire time. Can you roll me three d20s there, Nimna? Yes, I can Cool <laughs> <Poor> boy <laughs> I'll just do this I just want to see this turn Thirteen Okay, good Ah, uh, three
3: Okay, so not restrained And then seventeen
0: Okay, so that's good So he'll still take that damage
3: Man, the restrained That was the best part That's so brutal I have one more action, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll just go for one more grab Since I wasn't able to grab him
0: Sixteen Not enough Critchfield is currently unconscious and staked, so he's not going to regenerate. That makes it Theobald's turn.
4: So my first action will be a move to get within striking range of this hideous beast. Uh, my move speed is 25? Yeah, not quite close enough. Mm. I'm going to use my second move action to get onto the other side of a giant nibnub. So you're flanking the spawn with Nibnub now. Yep. I'm going to use devise a stratagem, which also gives me the ability to use recall knowledge. And that would be an occult.
0: 31. Okay, 31 is a success. Nice. So you correctly identify this as a spawn of yogg writhing about underneath this glow-in-the-dark fairy dust that Mimkin has cast upon it. I don't know, what do you want to know? I'll give you uh, two questions about this creature's abilities.
4: Actually, I'm curious about what sort of special abilities a creature like this would have. So based
0: on what's happening, what you see like it trying to do to Nimnub and the bodies that you've seen before, uh, you could conclude that this creature would attempt to drain the blood of anything and exsanguinate anything that it gets its hands onto. Mm -hmm. You also know that its natural form or its visible form would be so unspeakably terrifying that it would probably turn the stomach of of anyone who were to lay eyes on its actual visible form.
4: Right. So it's almost better that we can't fully see it. Is that one question or that was two? That was one. That was one. Curious about what kind of defenses it has. It doesn't seem to be super fast.
0: It does look like from the back and forth between it and Nibnub, you see that it's quite sturdy. And you know that being an elder abomination creature from beyond space and time it's probably not super weak to mental effects
4: okay I'm going to attack with Eldrin's heart this would be part of the devised stratagem so the devised stratagem would have been a 16 to hit okay and you can see that Eldrin's heart is just
0: glowing like a lightning rod it's glowing bright and blue as you're nearing up to this
4: creature okay that's good I'll see if 16 hits with Eldrin's heart,
0: and it's a miss.
4: Mm. So I think that was
0: four actions. Yep. So that was all four of my action. With that, the creature squealing and screaming, attempting to grab Nibnub and break past to get to Critchfield. The rain pouring down, lightning strikes above, and we'll see you in two weeks thanks once again for listening to The House on Carrion Hill if you want to support the show and all of our other podcast adventures you can give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts it really does make a difference you can also find us on social media at the House of Bob on Twitter and Instagram or come by and join our discord chat with us and other fans if you want to support us financially you could do so on Patreon and I'd like to thank our existing patrons for making all of this possible Bits of Cake James Thomas Mortimer Ben Connor Pedrig Brandon Team Eamon Pavel Christine Tom, Elias, Mark, Jessica, Scooter, Tyler, Josh, Keith, Bluckett12, Tom, Jess, Kieran, Mike, Sylvia, and Luke. Thank you once again. Artwork for this episode is by me, Sean Makes, and audio production and sound design is by Astronomic Audio. We'd like to thank Mike Hammock for all of the music for our show. Roll on.
3: Can't we just, like, convince him to
4: go back home into his nice little coffin? <laughs> we are going to kill you with the sunlight. How about you just, like, chill for a bit? <laughs> yeah.
0: We had a whole plan, man. <laughs> Just go back to bed, please. In this map, the church is, like, really destroyed, but it's just because I... This is just... The best sheet map, you map had. that I found. Yeah, <laughs> so gotcha. The church yeah, is like, in better condition than you currently said. I mean, there's there
2: lots, of, there's in here. lots yeah. of stakes that you could choose from in this condition.
1: Yeah, I can just break off a chunk of the pew over here.
4: 20 damage. There we go. That's my turn. Thank you.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
4: Th- thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
1: thank we beat. should all say thanks after. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much.
0: He. Yeah. Only takes three of that.
1: What?
2: Oh, because he died.
0: Yeah, so he's sorry, he's not actually <laughs> dead. Oh. oh. Oh no, he does take all of that because it oh. was uh sorry, it was force damage. So yes, oh, he the dagger, the ghostly dagger, <laughs> what a rolls into Critchfield's yeah. back. He <laughs> <laughs> falls. Uh, to the ground, <laughs> unconscious. But then
3: for back a second, up. he looks like he's going to be alive,
1: and then nope. He's dead, <laughs> he like, he lets out falls a sudden down. last gasp. <laughs> <laughs>